Det er så Lotus is Kenneth Andersons podcast, and it's the 12th of August 2021. The time is 19.51, and it is Thursday. And I have started at uh, school today. This is the first day of school. And the next, I believe, 20 weeks or so, I'm going to school. I'm not going to my work or job. And of course, it takes a bit of getting used to <laughs> uh, to uh, sit in a classroom and listen carefully instead of uh, instead of working with my hands. It feels a bit different. You are a bit tired differently than you usually are, and of course, it's going to be or take a bit of getting used to. But uh, today the topic is uh, from the book here, When You Look For Your Calling. So many people I may find it difficult uh, to find their calling in life, to find what they want in life, what they strive for in life. And also many people perhaps have too high of expectations for themselves, meaning that perhaps their dreams are out of proportion. If you do not look at yourself in a light of reality, if you always have been told that you can amount to anything, well, people rarely do this. Of course, I'm not going to discourage you if you have a dream you should pursue it but you also should become realistic about your goals not a lot of us is going to become an astronaut and even if we try to become an astronaut there's a few percentages of these astronauts that actually make it to space so of course you have to become realistic about your goals. The path in life, well, of course, we all know it's going to end eventually. So, should we work on ourselves? Or should we work on our goals? Or should we work on both instances? Well, I believe that we should work on our both instances. Meaning that we should work on our personalities every day. We should think very carefully about how other people perceive us, but also to become more calm and collected in our mind is also very important. So that we grow as human beings, the more adult that we become. And we should keep on growing keep on expanding our mind, being aware of getting to know other human beings and their difference of viewpoints is also very important because that is what makes us grow as human beings. And of course, I'm not saying that we should take every opinion as something that we should take to heart, of course, 
we should also be very selective of who we cho- choose as friends, of course. But also, we should be very selective of how we perceive ourselves or how we tend to perceive ourselves. Because many people tend to sugarcoat how they look at themselves. I tend to sugarcoat how I look at myself because I think I'm a perfect human being, almost a perfect human being that is good and decent and kind to my fellow human beings. But are there also flaws in me? And these flaws, can I see them? Can I cope and deal with them? Or do I simply just ignore them? Because a lot of people do. A lot of people simply just ignore their bad human personality traits. They tend to not want to work on it. And uh, of course, this is part of the problem with the uh, egocentristic um, society that we have built up. A lot of people only think and care about themselves. But we should also take into consideration that also a lot of people do care about other human beings. And we should also take into consideration that other human beings' opinions matter just as much as our own opinion. Because we tend to highly regard our own opinion and disregard others as less of a a good opinion than we have. So we have to think and think very carefully, think very deeply about do we exclude or do we include human beings in the conversation? Are we simply just waiting our turn and then we can have a talk, then we can talk, then we can uh, try to as good as we can uh, defend our own opinion and disregard other people's opinion. Uh, So this is also part of being a human being that wants to evolve into a better human being. And of course I'm not saying that I'm a perfect human being, far from it, but what I'm saying is that when I make these podcasts, I tend to go into a sort of like a brainstorming mode. I tend to think very carefully about what my day was like, what was the interactions with the human beings that I met, how did we talk to each other, were we inclusive or exclusive, did we include other people in the conversation or did we simply just reject them in favor of our own opinion. So this is, of course, can be a very difficult topic because we human beings, we tend to look no further than the mirror when we see a perfect human being. And of course, none of us assume is perfect as humans. But we have a 
chance here to better ourselves. We can actually go deep in our mind and say to ourselves, do I want or do I really want to become a loving and caring and kind human being? A human being that have positive thoughts about myself and about others, uplifting thoughts about myself and others. Do I really care about my fellow human beings? Do I really want to get to know them at a deeper level? Or am I simply just walking through life at my own pace? Or am I only thinking about my own goals, my own pursuit of my own happiness? Because if I truly care, I would also be concerned about other people's happiness. I would also think very carefully about how I want other people or their experience of life to be. I want them to be happy and content in life. I want them to be filled with love and kindness. I want them to have happiness in their lives. So it is also up to me to allow my personal personality to be molded in this direction so that it is more probable and more likely that they are also going to experience life in a more positive way. Because if we all work on our own, work on ourselves, if we diligently try as good as we can to mold our mind in a positive direction, if we are very careful about our entertainment, then I believe it can be or can come true that we can live in a paradise on earth. We can live as human beings in harmony with each other. But it takes an effort, of course. The first one, the most important thing is, be very selective of what you put through your eyes and ears. A lot of people are listening to the same garbage all around the world, the same talking points, the same topics that they can or they are allowed to talk about, and it is only made there for them to be divided. It is only made them to divide their own mind up into my opinion and your opinion. And of course, we have to get rid of this mind trick that the elite are playing on us. Because there are human beings out there that are not like you and I, that are not loving and caring and kind, that are not trying as good as they can to mold their mind in a more positive direction. And many of them, at the very top of the food chain, so to speak, they own the mass media. They decide what you can and cannot talk about. They decide what you can and cannot listen to. So becoming aware of this is the most important thing that you can do in your life, saying no to the garbage from the garbage can. Saying no to violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad 
personality traits as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by. Also, the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest of the crap. And also the mainstream media that constantly tells you what to fear and tells the solutions to your fears. These are things to avoid. These are things from the garbage can that makes you sick and miserable, that makes you sad and lonely. So just get rid of them. I know it can be tough or hard at first, but I know that if you do this, this one thing, eliminate all the negativity from your life, from entering your mind, from entering your eyes and ears, then you are going to allow happiness, allow joy to enter your life. So joy and happiness, we all want to achieve this. So how do we achieve it? Is it simply just snapping our fingers and going or reaching for our goals? Yes, it can fill up with it can fill up us up with some sort of happiness and joy. But it mainly has to do with the way we view ourselves, the way we look at ourselves. Do you look at yourself as a loving and caring and kind human being, which is filled with loving kindness towards other human beings? Are you truly uh, trying your best to be that person? Well, then I can tell you for a fact that you are walking on the path to everlasting life on a paradise earth. You are walking on a path that can enlighten you, that can bring you joy and happiness in your life. So let's not just let's let us not just be me talking all the time. Let's listen to the author of this book, The Things You Can See Only When You Slow Down. And it is called this chapter When You Look for Your Calling. And Let's just change the scenery here as we usually do, like this one. So, when you look for your calling, it is not easy to find one's calling in life. Although some know what they want to do from an early age, for most it takes many years to find their path. Whenever I ask about finding one's calling, I, often, uh, I offer the following advice. First, one of the reasons it is difficult to find your calling is that you are simply, or that you simply, I have to enhance this a little bit. First, one of the reasons it is difficult to find your calling is that you simply do not know what kind of job are out there in the world. Where can you discover options other than the jobs you already know of through your family and friends? The easiest way to expose yourself to an array of interest or indirect experiences is by reading. Have you read up on science, travel, fashion, art or politics? How about education, psychology, finance, health, food, music or sports? Read widely as you explore different professions. You can also read a biography of someone you admire and hope to emulate. Books broaden your horizon and introduces you to new possibilities. Second, it is hard to find one's calling because many 
mistakenly believe they need to look only within to discover their passion. Although it is true that we have an innate interest and talent, we often do not know what they are until we have a real-life experience. Having a wide range of experiences can help you uncover your inner passion. Try various part-time jobs and internship or volunteer. Don't be afraid of rolling up your sleeves and diving in. While immersed in a job's reality, you will discover whether it is a good fit. Work experiences may unlock the door to a career opportunity to you you hadn't considered. Third, it is difficult to find your calling without sufficient self-awareness. Do you know what kind of work environment you thrive in? Do you draw your energy from interacting with people? Do you perform well under pressure? What are your strengths and weaknesses? You can increase your self-awareness by interacting with a wide range of people in a wide variety of situations. You will discover a deeper understanding of yourself as you cultivate relationships with, which become a mirror reflection of your strengths and weaknesses in various circumstances. Do not be afraid of meeting new people. Get to know those who are working in a field you are interested in. Go out on dates. They are another good way to learn about yourself. Discover what type of people are complete, uh, compatible sorry, with your personality. From these experiences, you will gain insight into what kind of people you like to surround yourself with. Lastly, do not select your career based on what other will think of your choice. The truth is that other people do not really think about you that much. If you think you will enjoy something, then do not overthink it. Just do it. Even if it doesn't not turn out the way you want or you imagine it, you will still appreciate it for what it has taught you. I wish you the best of luck. Measure your self-worth, not with the balance of your bank account, but with, with the frequencies of your generosity. The college you graduated from is not that important. The life you have chosen to live after college is. When hiring, I like people who are confident, but who can admit when they are wrong. For that kind of person, I don't have to look at any other credentials, because they are sure of themselves, but won't let their ego get in the way. When you look for a job, try to find out how long a company's employees stay at the company. This is more important than the size of the company or the salary offered. If people keep leaving, then that says a lot. Are you nervous or even terrified about your new job? It is because you are afraid of disappointing your new boss. Or is it because you are afraid of disappointing your new boss? Just do the best you can without being self-conscious about your work. Even if your work in is if in, even if your work is less super is less super, if you are sincere and dedicated, then your boss and colleagues will appreciate you. If you happen to visit a, visit a workplace that appears much better than yours, 
instead of feeling envious, examine the place more carefully. You may find a downside that changes your first impression. The moment you realize that you will feel grateful for your current job. Being a good boss requires much more than just having a lot of technical knowledge. It is important to have integrity and a positive relationship with the staff to give them timely feedback and professional mentoring and to advocate for what the team needs. A boss should not be overly concerned with how she is perceived. This is secondary. Rather, she should focus on how her work affects the staff and client. A wise leader doesn't assemble a team of only those who agree with him. He needs someone who disagrees with him to allow him to see his blind spots. An inept leader attempts to micromanage everything. His staff will wind up doing only what they are told. A skillful leader knows how to delegate to subordinates and to wait for them to take responsibility and see the job to a successful conclusion. Dedication to one's job should not be measured by how late one works or how often one forgoes a vacation, but by how effectively one works and what kind of contribution one makes to the business. People have or people often have unrealistic expectations of the success of their first book, album or show. Just as there is no effect without a cause, success doesn't come about by luck alone, without years of preparation and hard work. It is not always a good thing to get what you want. If everything happens the way you want, it is easy to become lazy and arrogant. You may also lose the ability to emphasize with people having difficulties. Perhaps any hardship you may experience is an important life lesson. A jockey does not whip a standing horse. A jockey whips only a running horse. When your teacher reprimands you, learn to accept it gracefully. She is doing it because she cares. She believes you can do better. Your freedom is more important than money. It is better to live the kind of life you want than to earn more and be constrained. Don't sell your freedom. If someone urges you to follow his path for success, but it is not what your heart desires, then listen to your heart before it's too late. The vaguest and least effective statement, I will have whatever. Some people would like to have all their decisions made for them, hence the opportunity for charismatic cult leaders to take advantage of them. Never see the power to make decisions about your life. The Buddha and Jesus exist because you exist. You are the owner of your life. Value yourself first. I became a monastic practitioner because I wanted to know the true meaning of life, because I wanted to awaken to my true nature, because I didn't want to subject myself to the measures of success according to others, because I didn't want to meet my death after a lifetime of struggle for money and power. There's only one way to bungee jump. 
just leap. The more you think, the harder it becomes. Overthinking, proceed, overthinking produces only anxiety and doubt. Stop shouting what if and just take a leap of faith. Without being compromised by the need to get in someone's good grace, sorry, without being, yo, sorry, without being compromised by the need to get in someone's good grace, you can stand tall no matter whom you deal with. If you have lead an honor, if you have led an honorable and honest life, there is no need to be afraid of speaking the truth. The great Korean Zen master King Gong Bong, 1892-1982, once said, Those who have not realized their true self live like the blind, unintentionally scattering someone's legs, or sorry, unintentionally scratching someone else's leg. If you would like to scratch your own leg, first awaken to your true self. Chapter number 8. Spirituality Long lost caution. Do not judge so that you will not be judged, for it's the way you judge you will be judged, and by your stand of measure it will be measured to you. Let's just see here. Yes. So, are we taking full opportunity of the chances that we have in life? Do we truly see these opportunities that we can take a leap of faith and simply just do it instead of thinking too much about it. Because I believe that a lot of people are thinking, overthinking their life too much. And perhaps they have set goals in life that deep down inside they know it's not very probable that it's going to happen, but they keep on having these dreams of theirs that is actually making them miserable, that is actually not allowing them to live their life right here, right now. Concentrating on being alive right here, right now, focusing on being happy right here, right now, instead of being happy in the future would allow yourself to become more in tune with the character that you truly are, your inner core being, so to speak. So that means that we human beings, we have a tendency to have too high of expectations to ourselves and to our goals. We tend to reach for the stars, so to speak. And of course, I'm not saying that we should not have realistic goals in life. It is very healthy for us. But we should also stop having too high of expectations because it leads to low self-esteem. It leads to us overthinking our life, thinking too much about the problem at hand, and saying to ourselves, why bother? It's not going to work out anyway. And of course, having this thought or train of thought can be very difficult because, and getting out of it can be extremely difficult if we do not 
allow ourselves to meditate very carefully about our thought pattern and how we perceive life and how we cope and deal with the losses in our life when things does not does not go the way we want them to go are we so disappointed that we think well we should not really bother anyway or do we see it as an opportunity to try once more time or try something completely different so asking ourselves these questions can actually help us cope and deal with things that happen in our life that is not so good that can bring us down so becoming aware or self-aware as the book states it can only happen to one person and that is you meaning that i cannot be come self-aware for you and you cannot become self-aware for me meaning that you have to find your own journey in life and i believe that when you start meditating as i have experienced you become more relaxed in life you become more at ease with yourself you become also more aware of your true goals in life you become aware of the fact that perhaps you are actually always or have always lived a life filled with joy and happiness you have just not allowed it to enter your life because your mind have been somewhere else so having our mind focused on living right here right now because this is right here right now that we are experiencing life we cannot experience it in the past we cannot experience it in the future we can experience it right here right now and this is <clears throat> it this is one of the the maybe one of the most important things that i can learn you learn, learn you today it's the thing of relaxation because a lot of people do not relax they have a tendency to uh, clutter up their life too much they use too much of their life up for meaningless things in life and of course i'm also one of them i use too much time on the screen too much time focusing on things that does not matter really and also focusing on other people's lives more than i focus on my own on myself on my becoming happy and content with my own life because if i used up all the energy that i have used on television on other people's lives and focused it on myself on my own happiness then it would be more probable that i could share my happiness with others instead of looking for other people's happiness instead and trying to reflect it on me back and it is going to hardly ever work that way anyway 
So becoming aware of one's goals, setting goals in life, setting a small goal in life, it should not be big goals. Getting up every morning, washing your face and eating breakfast and getting a cup of coffee, finding it interesting, finding it, uh, finding that curiosity to go out there, outside your door. That is where life really lives, not in the screen, not on the podcast scene, not on the fictionary world that we have created through the internet. It is through genuine human experiences with other human beings that we truly feel alive. So my suggestion is, of course, that we all go out there experiencing each other face to face, analog, so to speak. And of course, try as good as we can not to live through the screen. Because a lot of people, including myself, have a big problem with this screen time. Had a lot of problem with always being on my phone, wasting precious moments of my life. You could argue that if I'm sitting in nature, surrounded by nature, listening to nature, the voice of Mother Earth, so to speak, and trying as good as I can to simply just meditating on being happy right here, right now, and also not allowing other people, other people's bad thoughts to enter my mind, then I will highly suggest that you are getting into a mode of your own. You are actually taking your life back to yourself. And taking your life back to yourself is extremely important. Not a lot of people are realizing this. They perhaps are living a life that is filled with other people's happiness, other people's experiences. And yes, of course, uh, it is very important that we get to know other human beings, that we show them love and compassion and kindness. But we tend to neglect ourselves. We tend to neglect our own mind. And the only way I see fit to work on your own mind is through meditation, is getting to know your inner thoughts and working with them in a more positive direction. Because you and I are loving and caring and kind human beings. We are human beings that deserve especially our own love and kindness. And how can we show love and kindness to ourselves? Well, by being attentive to our mind. <clears throat> if you are if you are a gardener and you have prepared the soil and then you water the soil, then you prepare it so that it is ready for the seeds and then you 
place the seeds on the ground and you water it one more time, then you hope, of course, that it is going to grow some crops that is going to be very nurturing to you. But if you get some poison and you water or you put it in the water with your uh, in your soil with the water of course you should expect a very bad result you should not expect that the seeds is going to sprout they are basically going to die so how come we have not used the same analogy to our mind how come we have not become very selective of the ingredients that we allow to enter our mind. If I say violent video games, a lot of people will say, well, it is not harmful to a human being to watch other people being tortured and killed and even participating a little bit in it because you are <laughs> actually participating in it through the computer. It is not harmful to you. It is not harmful to you to watch violent video games. It is not harmful to you to watch other people's misery. Now this is bringing poison into your life, into your mind. You have actually allowed this poison to enter your mind from an early age. So the poisoning of our mind can happen gradually and in many cases it, cases it does we have had a little poison from early childhood we have gotten, gotten used to it and eventually our mind withers and dies but we do not realize that the reason that we feel miserable and sad inside the reason that a lot of people are going to be depressed and beyond antidepressants is because of what we put through our eyes and ears. You hardly ever find any Buddhist monk who meditates a lot to be miserable and sad, to talk very sadly about themselves, very miserable about themselves. And that is because they have entered their own mind. They have said no to all the bad clutter, all the poison of the world. And becoming aware of this, I'm not saying it's going to be easy for you to address this. Many people are just rejecting this, what I'm saying here, because they do not realize just how much of an influence this has on their lives. And of course, I could also explain the, it's from the bi biblical viewpoint, the whole world is in the evil's power, meaning that everything that we occupy our mind with, everything that we can put through our eyes and ears, if we do not become very, very selective of what we put through our eyes and ears, we are basically or we are running the risk of putting a little poison in our mind. For example, the movement of global warming. 
We all know this. We all have heard about it. How come? Well, because it is all over the news, all over the internet. And now there's come a report from, of course, the New World Order. I call them that because it is basically the headquarters of also the passport that is also going to be implemented around the world. So how come we trust these human beings that perhaps do not have so good intentions towards our mind? Perhaps they are poisoning our mind. Perhaps they are evil human beings that you will not allow to take care of anything in your life if you truly get got to know them at a more deeper level. These are human beings that we do not know. We do not have any insight into their personalities, others than from the screen. And of course, many people find it very easy to fool other human beings with their appearance on the screen. So that is also somewhere that we could be fed poison through our mind. Because they are actually always trying as good as they can to talk to our emotions. It is very good if we could all stop polluting the earth, yes, but China and India has to follow up, otherwise it is pointless. But that is not the viewpoint of them, because they want us to go under Agenda 2030, or 2020 as it was called before, or 2050 as I believe they are calling it now, where every aspect of our lives is going to be decided from the government. And it is because our notion is that the government is good, that the government is always going to be treating their population good, that we tend to disregard the evil thing that is global warming or climate change. Because it sounds good. This is the poison, really. They need you to take the poison, so they sugarcoat it. They tell you something that you can agree on. Of course you can agree that we should not pollute the earth. Therefore, they come with the solution. And the solution is always taking more and more freedoms away from you. And me, of course, also. So becoming aware of the evil human beings on the planet that secretly wants you and I to be gone, to be dead, is also part of rediscovering yourself and saying no to the poison that enters our mind through the screen. And of course I could go on and on about this topic because a lot of people are not using common sense. They are just simply saying, well, because everyone else is talking about it, it is in the schools, it is in the universities, it is talked about in a way that we should all take care of Mother Earth, 
So if you are against this, you're basically for polluting the earth and suffocating everyone on the planet. Same thing with the virus, of course. You are not, if you are not for us, if you are not uh, taking the jab, then you are against us and then you are basically killing every one of us. So this notion, of course, also, it's when you implement it on every topic that you can find out there, and of course they are feeding you these things that you can discuss and talk about, they're not feeding you anything else that you can talk about, then they are actually molding your mind in the direction that they want. And they want you to think very poorly about a certain amount of people that are not obeying the narrative of the New World Order. <laughs> so you have to say no to this. And not many people realize that it should be a complete no. It should be a complete no to them, meaning that you should not occupy your mind with it. You should not think about it. You should not allow your mind to wonder, what if I do this and what if I do that? Then uh, I would become a more happy human being because then I will help my fellow human beings. Because they are always talking to your loving self. They are always talking to your emotions inside yourself that you know you cannot disagree with. The Me Too movement, you cannot really disagree with it. Because it is about men treating women poorly. And of course, everyone is against this. So, what is the outcome? Taking more freedoms away from fellow human beings. The same with the LGTBQIA8 uh, community. It is always talking about freedoms, but it's <laughs> taking away freedoms from human beings. And now I can also hear very sadly that they are also talking about including people with who have um, pedophilic tendencies to enter their community. And you cannot say no to the LGBTQRS community, so you cannot say no when they also include <laughs> the pedophiles. I do not... I cannot really think about how can human beings be fooled so much so that they allow almost anything in their mind. But it is small pieces of poison every time. So they are poisoning our mind. That is why I am warning you and me to be very careful about what we put through our eyes and ears. We have to have a filter. We have to have the ability to say no to what we allow others to allow to enter our mind. Because other human beings, they do not think the way we, we do. They have been fooled into thinking the way <laughs> that everyone else is thinking. They have allowed this poison to enter their mind. 
So now they are also carrying around this poison, and this we also should be very aware of. And being very aware of the fact that they are always trying to talk to your better, deeper inner human being, basically talking to your bad consciousness or bad conscience. So becoming aware of this trick, you can allow yourself to take your freedoms back to yourself. So you, of course, I'm not saying you should say no, like like I'm saying no now uh, out loud so that everyone can hear it, but you have to say no when internally first so that you can say no to other people's bad opinions because you know that deep inside there's a little bit of poison in them. So stop saying yes to other people's opinions because they can be poisonous. They can be bad for you, bad for your health, bad for your happiness, bad for your pursuit of happiness in your life. If you want to feel love and compassion and kindness in your life, well, it's very easy. You should only allow people with positive ideas and thoughts to enter your mind, people who have something positive to say about themselves and others, people who have uplifting stories to tell, people who truly care for your fellow human beings. And once you make your mind wander in a more positive and loving and caring and kind direction, then you can really start noticing the poison from other people, but also human beings who truly deep inside are filled with love and kindness. So becoming aware of the poison, but also becoming aware of your inner thoughts through the meditation, I cannot emphasize this enough, meditation, meditation, meditation. And many people say, well, it's just sitting on your ass and doing nothing. No, it's sitting on your ass and truly concentrating on who you are as a human being and not allowing all of this clutter, all of this poison to enter your mind. So, of course, this is why I also make this podcast. The one yesterday, I <laughs> it was not so uplifting, the Danish version, because I talked a lot about this uh, poison and how it affects our mind. But I also talked about the current situation in the world and what acquiescence to this, just saying yes and yes and yes to this, what it can lead to, because it has led human beings in the past in a very, very, very bad direction. And once we are under lockdown, once we have allowed our governments to lock our, our mind down, well, then we can not experience freedom anymore. And of course, this is freedom of the mind. So do not allow them to poison your mind. Just say no to them. 
say no, I do not want to talk about it, I do not want to discuss it, because I know it's not going to benefit you or I, you or me, at all. I would much prefer if we talked about good experiences in life. Have you had some positive experiences in your holiday, for example? And then and just listen carefully to what other human beings are talking to you about, because truly listening to other human beings is something that we all can do. It is very simply, very easily said, but we should take this into consideration every time we talk to another human being. Let it be an uplifting conversation. Let it be a conversation of love and kindness to each other. Let it be a conversation that is uplifting. Let it be that you leave a positive impact on other human beings. And also I hope that I do the same when I talk to other human beings, because I know that I also have to be very, very, very careful about what I allow to enter my mind, because I know that when the Bible says the whole world is in the evil's power, I also know that he has poisoned a lot of opinions out there. Of course, it is sugar-coated. It sounds very nice, very good, but it is not very good for us. And of course, we can always close our eyes and pray to Jehovah God, the Almighty One, because He has created us. He knows what we need in our life. And of course, I have explained this many times, that every human being, we all come from the same place. We come from an egg and sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our father and mother, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now I see that as pretty intelligent made, therefore there have to be an intelligent creator behind it all. His name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One. He wants you and I to show love and compassion and kindness, regardless of the poison in the world. He has showed us the way through his one begotten Son, Jesus Christ, and when we pray to him, we close our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ so that we recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all. He has given us parables or words like the Merciful Samaritan, the story of the Merciful Samaritan. We should think very carefully about how can we implement it so that we also become as the Merciful Samaritan in our mind, so that we do not allow poison to enter our mind. Because the two persons who walked on the other side of the road where the robber had left the man half dead, they felt truly disgusted about the man who was left there half dead in the gutter. They had allowed poison to enter their mind. 
So do not allow poison to enter your mind. Of course, it comes through the mainstream media in particular. It comes from allowing too much garbage, too much poison in our mind. We have gotten used to it, basically. So we have to snap out of it. We have to say no to it. We have to turn 180 degrees around and walk on a more loving and caring and kind path, a path that leads to everlasting love and life. Because every human being on the planet, according to Jehovah God, the Almighty One, we are all going to receive a resurrection. That is regardless of who we are and what we have done in this life. But there are also going to be books opened in the new world. And <clears throat> we are going to be placed in places in the new world where a lot of people are going to work very, 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 very much on their personality because they have only achieved a very, very poor <laughs> personality in the old world, in this world that we are living in now. But there are also people like you and I who try to mold our mind in a more positive direction. And when we die and get a resurrection, I truly believe that we are being placed in a place where we are surrounded with like-minded people who also have tried as good as they can to mold their mind in a direction that is more positive. They have said no to the poison and said yes to the love and kindness that comes from worshiping Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And of course, I'm not saying that you should become one of Jehovah's Witnesses because I'm not one of Jehovah's Witnesses, so why should you become one? But you can try it if you want to. I am not going to push you either direction. But what I'm saying is that once you start this journey, journey of meditating and getting a grip of your mind and favoring the more positive ideas, more positive thoughts in your mind, then you can start molding your mind in a direction that I know is going to benefit you a lot. You are going to allow love and kindness in your life. But it is much more easy for you to do this once you get rid of the garbage from the garbage can, from the poison from other human beings that are not so pleasant to listen to, once you start listening to the more positive inner voice in yourself, once you start allowing yourself to read books of other human beings that show love and compassion and kindness, then it's much more easy for you to watch out for the poison and say no to it before you allow it to enter your mind. You are actually saying no to it so that you are not allowing it to enter your mind. So I hope this podcast was helpful for you. I hope it was. I believe it was helpful for me because I because I'm the reason why I'm making one hour every day is because I try as good as I can to basically 
talk my way back to my inner core, back to the, the human being that I truly want to become, because it is a struggle. It is a struggle when you know that there's a lot of bad opinions out there, and it is going to leave you sad and lonely and miserable if you allow it to enter your mind. So becoming truly self-aware also means becoming aware of what you allow to enter your mind should be of the most positive thing that you can ever imagine. So I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. I hope that you are very selective of what you put through your eyes and ears. And I hope that we, once again, are listening to each other. And of course, I also hope that you will start your own podcast, trying as good as you can to talk about love and compassion and kindness. And I also hope that you will leave a little comment in my uh, video on YouTube so that I also can follow you and I also can listen to your positive talk about how you perceive life. Because if we all did that, if we only listen to positive podcasts, only listen to positive human beings, I believe the world will be a much more positive place to be. And of course, I also hope that you will start praying to Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ, because then you are going to the source of love and kindness. And then you can receive His Holy Spirit, and it will guide you in your life so that you may find yourself even more likely to receive and give loving kindness to whatever human beings that you might meet on your path to life, through life, of course, also. So this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. And this is the 12th of August, 2021. The time is 2054, and it is Thursday. Bye.